0: Welcome to the Overwhelm is Optional podcast where each week we find ways to gently rebel against the nonsense that overwhelm and exhaustion are just the price you pay to have the life you want. Hello, are you feeling overwhelmed by opportunity? That's what we're going to talk about this week because that's what I've been working my way through pretty much since the second week back in January by accident. So if you've been hanging around with me for a while, you know that in general, I like to have a slow start to my year. This year, that didn't happen. Now, that's my choice. This is not a complaint. It's super exciting. I'm also really excited to reflect on the fact that I just don't have that winter tiredness anymore. I seem to, well, this year at least, I've got rid of that. Which if you have surfed the verge of burnout or actually burnt out and are recovering from burnout, will know that that that's just becomes kind of normal. And I, I had got to stage wise accepted the fact that in the winter I need more rest and I do need more rest in the winter. I'm very much going with what my garden's up to, but I had definitely have more energy. So it's been years since I burnt out. I don't know how many years, but increasingly I'm noticing that I've just got more energy effortlessly. I'm not trying to recover anymore. I'm not I don't know. There's something, there's something about burning out that I think when you come through the other side of it, you can kind of feel like if you push too far, you tip right into it again, even though it's not actually true because you're not surfing the verge. So if you've burnt out or surfed the verge of burnout and got out of it, you're not going to suddenly go that far in it that quickly, but it can feel like it. And because it's so unpleasant, you don't want to go back there. So I think with me, it made me slightly cautious and very aware of the seasons and my need to look after myself even better but that's paid off now so this is what happened i set my not goals because i don't do goals as in tick box goals i do have goals but they i do have goals that are measurable but they can happen in different ways. So basically my theme for the year, my my what I want to achieve over the year, how I want to feel, what what my business looks like, what my home life looks like, how I feel. So I set all of that. And then I had a the first week of January was slow. And then the second week of January went bang. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Um, I can see how it happened. So I did a couple of PR courses, one with the highly recommended Rachel Lawson or Rachel Davis. You can find her on Meetup. She runs a lot of free webinars about getting publicity for your business through PR media. Highly recommend her. She's a wonderful human being. She's incredibly smart. She's incredibly generous and well worth listening to. And the second one is with chocolate pr so joe swan and joe mahoney maloney oh sorry joe i've got that wrong um they are also big hearted lovely lovely people so i did both of those in one week when it when i first looked at it and thought you don't want to do both those in one week heidi because you might it might be too much can you see the caution there i just went well if it is i just won't do it so i didn't set myself to push myself through it i just let it happen and was curious and in actual fact both courses were so energizing that it didn't feel it just didn't feel like that it was amazing I'm so grateful and then suddenly things went because confidence is what came out of that for me and how important it is to talk about my mission which is to free you free, hard-working professionals from that overwhelm exhaustion cycle where you're never quite living the life you've worked really hard for. That's not right. So here's how I see it. The old way of doing things is to push through overwhelming exhaustion because it works. That's what we're taught to do, to override what our bodies need, to force our minds to keep going until they actually feel bruised and pretty kind of foggy and heavy. And that, that because that's temporary, that's okay. That's what we're taught. And we get into that cycle and it works. We pass exams. We set up businesses. We jump the career ladder. We, we get on with our life. We set up this successful life. And then we get to a point where it stops working for whatever reason. Lots of reasons. Everybody's different. But it's not going to work forever. And then we get to this point where we're faced with a choice. This isn't the life I intended to live. I'm spending far too much time in my head problem solving not sleeping properly, I'm grumpy with my dog, I'm snappy with my partner, I'm not able to be myself. It's that loss of self, that loss of ability to be that lovely person who can just laugh easily and switch off. But it does, it's not, because it's not a permanent state, I call it surfing the verge of burnout. So you you hit that and realise it and then you come away from it because you try something else or a project's finished or you have a holiday or you sleep well, or the season changes, or somebody at work who was difficult moves on to a different department or a different um, company. Things shift and change. Everything's a movable feast. But then we come back to that again. And it's that when we come back to it enough and we, and we reach that horrible point, actually, where we say, no, I've had enough. That's the point that's fundamental. Because then you're prepared to do something about it. Up until then, you're not going to make huge changes because it's too risky. It's just going to add to your overwhelm. But the good thing about what I teach is it's not a huge. It is a huge change, but it's not wildly disruptive. So everything I teach fits into your life in tiny practices while you're in that worst state. And also, while you're in that less than worst state, so you can come and try these practices at any point on your journey. But it's only when you get to the point where you're done that you're really going to be prepared to actually commit, I think. If you're prepared to commit before that, that would be amazing. But in general, most of the people I have worked with and am working with, they'd reach that point. Because it's a realisation, isn't it? It's, I can't, I don't want to go on like this. This is just not working for me. What's wrong? And usually it's what's wrong with me. There must be something wrong with me. And that comparing to other people, they're coping better than me. And that's horrible because then we're not on our own side. And then we can get into that self-development hell, that trap where we're constantly trying to improve ourselves. But there's nothing wrong with us. This is really important. This is a very... Old Zen premise. There's nothing wrong with you. You are perfect. Perfect and a work in progress. Now the work in progress is to let go of the idea you're not perfect. It is not to be constantly improving yourself. Self improvement has become this exhausting ladder so that we create this get secret, invisible, get better at list. If you sat and wrote down all of the things that you're trying to get better at, you immediately be shocked, but also source a, a big lot of your heavy overwhelm, which is blocking you from being the lovely, lovely person you are who is capable of focusing on what's important, getting the important things done, you know, being highly successful in your work and being lovely at home and having fun. You are perfectly capable of all of that. but The overwhelm robs it from you. So the old way of doing things is to push through overwhelm and exhaustion because it works. It works to a point and then you get to a point, which is individual for everyone, where you're, you're saying, no, I'm done. This isn't working for me. I need a new way. But, but before that, because you don't know there's a new way, what tends to happen is we get that, oh, I'm going to have to make a decision. I'm either going to have to improve myself so I'm good enough to maintain this life or I'm going to have to downsize my dreams. And the worst case scenario is when you quit your job. Now, I'm not saying it's always bad to quit your job at all. I'm saying it's just sad because it's clunky and it's messy and it adds to overwhelming exhaustion. In my case, it added to my feelings of inadequacy, shame, etc. It wrecks your financial stability. It's just not a nice way to do it. There's nicer ways to do things. It's much better, in my opinion, to work through those issues and then make those kind of big decisions. Because any decisions we make, from overwhelm aren't going to be great by definition they're going to be fear-based they're going to be I've just got to clear this overwhelm because it's too painful so anyway that's it there's a new way there's an old way there's a new way but we can't see the new way obviously because we're overwhelmed and because it's not people don't talk about it enough myself included I don't talk about this enough my intention this year that's why I'm overwhelmed by opportunity is to talk about this more the new way is to always get out of overwhelm before you do anything. Always. And because it takes less than a minute with practice, that is always available to you. So my job is to teach you how to do that. And when you come and work with me one-to-one, I teach you that. I teach you all the ways of doing it, but in a very unique way for you. So it always fits into your life. And that's what I love about one-to-one coaching is that constant troubleshooting going right well we'll just make it even easier then you've got stuck with that one minute practice let's make it even easier even easier even easier because it's all about you so if you're interested in doing that work with me this is deep life-changing work this is for the rest of your life these skills are the kind of skills that people used to go and sit in a cave for seven years for but you don't have time to do that you want to do it now you don't want to disrupt your life you just want to be able to do this work without adding to your overwhelm, without having to take a month out. You just want to do it now. That's what I specialize in. So if that sounds like you, please, please, please book a call. Let's just have a chat. The reason it's called a curiosity call is because it's about getting curious. What might it look like for you if you came to work with me one to one? What could be possible for you? And is that what you're looking for? And from my side, it's all. I get endlessly fascinated. For me, it's just a wonderful gift to be able to sit with someone and listen to their experience of overwhelm because that's what I geek out on. That's what I'm passionate about. When we remove overwhelm from our minds, from our lives, when we make it optional, when we always have the skill and the ability to say, oh, it's overwhelmed, quick, let's get out of that. Let go of decision making until you've got that clear head. And from there, you can decide how to use your precious time and energy much more effectively this is about high functioning as humans in a really loving way and a fun way it's boring being constantly overwhelmed and exhausted and feeling like you're always postponing when this is done then one day one day i'll get to live my life no let's live it now anyway this is how i've ended up getting um overwhelmed by opportunity recently is because i did the pr courses then i ended up on the radio i've now been on bbc wiltshire radio which is a local bbc station it's my county in england you can go to bbc sounds um but it's not that easy to find me because it's not i haven't put the links out because they're not permanent links they only keep it for a month but i will link some of that in the show notes for you But the last one I did was great fun. I went up to the studio, which was so much fun. I've never been in a radio studio. Have you? Oh, my goodness. It's really interesting. And the people are so nice. So, so lovely. Amazing people. It was really good fun. And I was on for an hour with another person. So that was good fun. And you can find that for a short amount of time by going to BBC Sounds. And then go to the 16th or February 2023, Sue Kinnear Show, and that's in the middle of the day. And if you go to 205, you'll get me chatting if you're curious. Other things I've been doing is in-person networking again, which is lovely. It's just so nice to sit with humans. I really think we need that kind of connection. I know I do, even as an introvert. I'm thoroughly enjoying meeting people in person, absolutely loving it. I've also done some more online networking which is great but actually in person is the thing isn't it so nice you can't it's quite hard on a a zoom call to actually chat isn't it it doesn't even with breakout rooms it's not quite the same as in person both are good though that's been really lovely i've also wanted to do more speaking and i now have too many um opportunities not as in i have too many opportunities and i'm complaining i have too many opportunities as in I'm not entirely sure when when I'm going to read through them and work out whether I want to do them, whether they're aligned to the way I want to be in the world and then how to fit them in. But that's good. and That's brilliant. So what's happened is I set out clear intentions for the year that I wanted to network, speak and do some PR. And I've achieved all of those. But it's messed up my week because obviously I'd set things up to suit me and now suddenly everything seems like it's changed but that's okay because what I did this morning was notice that neutrally notice it I I'm not overwhelmed I'm excited and that's all good because actually I don't have to do any of it I can choose what to do and it's all exciting and then I've just taken a couple of hours this morning to ignore it all and have like a weekend start to my week which is gently rebellious and I highly recommend it if you can possibly fit it in because where I've screwed with my week that means I can screw with my weekend and I can have a bit of weekend on a Monday morning if I want to see what I did there nice hey I'm always looking for ways to gently rebel and shake things up. And I'm now laughing at myself because to some people who just think, Hi do that's so lame. That's not very rebellious. But isn't it? Are you stuck in your work routine? Because I know I get very stuck in mine. Right, so what about you? How are you feeling with all of the opportunities before you at the moment? If you recognise that feeling of like there's just too much and I don't wanna not I don't want to say no to any of them but I don't know how I'm going to cope with them all and it's clogging up your brain and it's just stopping you being able to take action. If you recognise that feeling, let's work through it together. So, paralysis is a really common one, isn't it? So, There's so many opportunities that you can't see the wood for the trees, but you don't want to let any of them go, so you're stuck. Because you feel like there's one right path to take. And that if you miss out on one of the opportunities, everything else will go wrong. You recognise that? So I would say, and this is what we say inside Get Your Life Back. Anytime you believe that you're faced with only one or two, with only two choices, like when we're overwhelmed, it tends to go become very all or nothing, very black and white. That's never true. That's overwhelmed. Just know that any time you think I've only got one or two choices and, and it's just too much. It, neither of them are good choices. They feel really hard. Know that that's overwhelm, and you need to get out of overwhelm because then you'll be able to see that it's much more fun. And there's loads of opportunities in a good way. You have more choice than you think. So when we get really overwhelmed with opportunities, we think we have to do everything, whereas actually the opposite is true. What we've actually got is freedom of choice, but it doesn't feel like freedom. So we want to get to that feeling of freedom of choice, which means that we're happy, we're equally happy to say no to everything. Like we could do nothing. We need to feel that strong and stable within ourselves where it's like, yeah, all those opportunities were wonderful, but actually I'm not gonna do anything with any of them. If imagine having that kind of confidence and freedom, It's not to say it's what you want to do, but it's the feeling of that, isn't it? It's the feeling like whatever happens, I'm okay because I am perfect already. I'm already lovable. I'm already successful. I need do nothing today. And that would still be true. When we can get to that stage, and I'm not, I don't mean that stage permanently, it's really important because if we're trying to get to that stage permanently, that becomes part of the self-development hell ladder, doesn't it? Oh no, I'm not in that stage anymore, I failed. No, I mean that when we need to access that feeling. So right now, I need to access the feeling that even if I didn't take up any of the opportunities that keep coming at me at the moment, like if I turn down all of the blog writing, all of the article writing, all of the speaking, everything. If I turned all of it down, I'd still be OK. My business would still continue to grow. I'd still meet the next clients who are ready to work with me, and want to work with me. Everything's good. From there, then that feeling really strong and stable on feet on the ground. From there, it's much easier to just look at all of the overwhelming opportunities and go, oh, well, in that case, I love that. Because then it becomes like choosing ice cream rather than choosing a life adventure, you know, like a a major life decision. There is a saying, isn't there? I think I've said it before, something like nothing, no decision is ever, no decision is as good or as bad as we think it is and and it's never final. I've completely botched that, but I've had it hanging around me for probably most of my life, probably at least 40 years. And I don't always remember that. So we're not talking about staying in that. We're just talking about accessing that when we need to. And I think this is a really good time to access that feeling that it doesn't matter. Even though it's all exciting, it doesn't matter. It's all fine. You're already perfect. You're already going to have whatever happens. You're going to have an unexpectedly lovely day, an unexpectedly lovely life because of who you are and because of your attitude to life. And that's it just like life is good if we if we start with the life is good people are lovely people are trustworthy everything's okay you're lovable whatever even if you did nothing even if you messed everything up you're still lovable that that's unshakable that doesn't mean it's the belief in it is unshakable within you because i think if you could get to that my goodness um I don't know would you be human anymore i think it's quite difficult to get to that permanently you don't need to get to it permanently just enough of the time to release the pressure and know that you are okay so if we move away from the idea that there is one right decision to be made there isn't there's there's limitless really good decisions for you and you get to choose just like choosing ice cream it's it's not that serious it's just ice cream Although I take my ice cream I take my ice cream decisions quite seriously, actually. I'm a big fan of ice cream, but I don't like to eat too much sugar. So it's a big decision for me. Hmm, is that the best metaphor to use, Heidi? But you know what I mean. Like it doesn't matter. It's ice cream. It's not serious. Because whatever happens, you will make it right. You will find another opportunity. You will make the best of it. Everything's okay. There's no disaster there's nothing nothing's ever as good as you think it's going to be or as bad as you think it's going to be or irreversible you can always change everything's always changing anyway nothing's permanent just like the ability to think you you have unshakable belief in yourself it is it's nothing's permanent and that's okay because it means everything's changing which means things are always getting better and better and better and, and just lovelier unexpectedly lovelier so to remove this overwhelmed opportunity and this paralysis of, of just not being able to act because you can't see the wood for the trees, immediately removing the pressure of there being one right path is a good place to start. Another one is the fear of missing out, isn't it? If I don't do that, then this person will think that of me and then I'll miss out and I won't get invited to that and then I will never know if that was the right thing to do or not. You can't do everything, but you can have the feeling that you want from accomplishing and good stuff and having a full life. So it's not that we want to do everything, it's that we want the feeling of fulfillment, that delicious feeling of being in the right place at the right time and having those lovely conversations and helping people and growing and dancing and and living. That feeling of feeling at home in your life, that's what we want. You don't get it by trying to do everything. In fact, often you get the opposite. When people try and do everything because they can't discern what to say yes or no to, they actually become so stuck in the head that they don't notice you. And if you ever tried to have a conversation with somebody who's trying to do, you know, I always call them too busy and important. And I've been like that myself in the past because I thought previously that the way to a full life was to say yes to everything and just overload my calendar. Now I know better. It's not about doing everything. It's about Feeling fulfilled, a delicious, delicious feeling. That's what we actually want. If you followed it all the way through, why are you saying yes to that? Because you want to feel a certain way. So have that feeling now and then just choose the ice cream. Don't take it so seriously is, is what I'm saying. But I know it's serious and I know that these are these are often financial decisions and business decisions and family decisions and they do matter it's not that they don't matter i'm not making light of them it's that when we treat them as if they are really serious and heavy we get completely overwhelmed and paralyzed and so just shifting it into it's just ice cream everything's going to work out anyway clears the overwhelm and then you can think and then you go actually i don't i'm not that bothered about that i could do that later i'm going to just focus on this and get curious and see where that goes another sneaky one that can come in at this kind of time in your life i think is that there's all of these decisions, and then we go with the one that's not easier, as in I think ease is really important. So this is I'm gonna try and explain what I mean here. We if we get into a stage where we think we're not really good enough for something, we'll often go for the one where it's easier because we don't have to face that feeling of unworthiness. It doesn't mean it's actually easier because Things are easier when we believe that we're worth it, when we believe that we deserve it, when we love ourselves. Then it's just easier to go, oh, my heart really wants this. It's actually easier to do the thing that you really, really want to do because that's when you're going to get energised. If you compromise on the basis that you're scared that you're not going to be good enough, then you might pick something that looks like it's easier. Like it's easier on paper, It's which I mean, it's easier according to your overwhelmed mind because you've done a kind of pros and cons. Well, that's easier to make happen. That will have to do. It's that compromise, isn't it? The actual easier is the one that that lights you up, that gets you excited, but can feel really scary. Because when we connect to our heart, because we're so out of practice with connecting to our heart, we can often get that. No, I, I couldn't possibly do that. That's too hard. I'm not good enough. And that's very much linked to imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is something that came up in the last Get Your Life Back group coaching session. And it's fascinating. You know, when you really connect to your heart, it's almost like you're going to get imposter syndrome because you're daring greatly, aren't you? What I really want to do is apply for that job. What I really want to do is start this project. What I really want to do is this. But I don't actually feel that I can because of imposter syndrome which is a normal everyday thing which has been studied a lot so I'm not going to go into it a lot at the moment I would just suggest that if imposter syndrome is coming up up for you do two things always neutrally notice always 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 notice completely neutrally oh I'm feeling like an imposter just notice it oh that's interesting oh that's curious maybe I'm on the right path I would always think now I'd think Oh, if you're getting imposter syndrome, you're probably heading in the right direction, right? Because you want to live fully. So you're going to get imposter syndrome. But know this. You cannot be an imposter in your own dreams. You just can't. It's your dream. You're not an imposter in it. You're just feeling the symptoms of imposter syndrome. And that's okay. It's just useful information. That's all it is. Useful information. I'm feeling like this. Notice it neutrally then notice notice how you're judging yourself and then talk back at yourself. (laughs) Of course you can apply for that. That's okay. I'm going to do it anyway. I think for me, there's value in saying to myself, I'm going to feel like an imposter when I'm stretching into the next part of my dream. It's just inevitable. And I need to get better at recognising it rather than beating myself up about it. And that's it. So maybe for you, you have to decide for you. Is imposter syndrome actually telling you that's what your heart really wants? Because you're aiming a little bit bigger and that's okay. It's just uncomfortable. That's all. Just uncomfortable. So let's pull all this together. You're feeling overwhelmed by all of the opportunities in front of you. And it feels heavy and you can't think clearly and you're getting stuck and you feel paralysed in trying to make a decision. You don't feel like you're doing anything properly. You're worried you're going to let people down. You just can't think straight. It's disturbing you in the middle of the night because it just feels too much. That's okay. Start with noticing it. Because at the moment I bet you're seeing it as a bad thing or a weakness, comparing yourself to others, all of the normal stuff. Feeling overwhelmed by opportunity is neither good nor bad, it just is. Notice all of it, completely neutrally. This is just how things are for you at the moment, that's all. Then you can decide, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's about more freedom and choice. How cool is that? You can challenge yourself on the fear of missing out, the imposter syndrome, the black and white, all is only one way through this. And if I don't do it right, I'm a big failure can just notice what comes up for you in this podcast. Anything you can do to free yourself from the heaviness, to let go of the pressure, to allow the overwhelm to clear. So I would use the one minute mark, link below if you haven't got it yet. And just get out of your head into your body. and Notice how you feel. Feel your feet on the ground really connect to the earth notice how you're feeling about all of these new projects and opportunities and then notice them neutrally. This is just useful information. You get to decide what to do with that useful information. You've got this. You are amazing. Gently rebel against the nonsense that you can only do one thing at a time, that there's only one right answer. There isn't. It's perfectly possible To actually hold lots of projects at once I like to see projects as balloons and they are self-supporting helium balloons I'm not holding them so immediately that lifts the pressure they're light they're all floating and then I get to choose each day which one I want to pull down and work on a little bit at a time so you can have lots of projects but you don't want to be working on 20 balloons in a day we might do if you were gonna do one minute on each you could what I mean is you don't want to hold them all at once because then it becomes overwhelming and as we know overwhelm is no place to live from it's optional so use the one minute mark to make it over make overwhelm optional for you thank you for being here oh one of the opportunities I forgot to mention is I've been asked to lead a retreat this is super exciting because a lot of the work i i do is really good to do in person because we can do some real cool mind body stuff so i'm really excited i've only just been asked it's going to be in greece um in kefalonia which is a beautiful island which i've always wanted to go to so i'm super excited if you are at all interested do get in touch because It's right at early stages and um, I'd love to hear from you. And let's just see what happens with this. I'm super exciting. I'm in the process of working out what the programme would look like. Obviously, it's going to be based on my teachings. So if you'd like to hang out with me for a week on a beautiful Greek island, Oh, I look forward to meeting you. How exciting. More details will come. But do get in touch if you are thinking, yes, that sounds like something I'd really like to do because I'd love to hear from you. Okay, have a great week. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a little moment of your time to share it, like it, etc., to help other people find it. And if you'd like to know more about my work, please go to www.tidymark.co.uk.